0: Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick-or-treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick-or-treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good, uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkin's Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.
1: You can now listen to Restoration Place on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or by downloading the Spreaker app to your phone or tablet. This week at Restoration Place.
2: This is a visible realm that we live in, but it wasn't made by anything that we see right now. How is that possible? There is a real spiritual realm, but you have authority over it. There is no reason that you have to be afraid of anything. Anything at all. No reason whatsoever.
1: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to this place of restoration. Master of Restoration Christian Ministries, John Bazemore, Jr.
2: So what I want to talk about today, what I want to continue talking about today is the uh, visible and the invisible realm. Now, I, I, I call it something else on Friday, talking about love and how that love kind of um, plays into that realm, but I really need us to understand how God operates because it just—it's just amazing to me that there are so many believers that just—just just from the word of the Lord, just don't apply His word and how He does things. So where I want to start is where I finished on Friday, uh, Genesis uh, chapter uh, one, verse twenty-six. And I do want to exegete this just a little because I really need us to—to—to to, to get the meaning of what God is doing here because this is the foundation of everything that God would do after that. So if you miss Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 28, then it's going to be very difficult moving forward from uh, Exodus on to Revelation to fully understand and comprehend what it is that God is doing in this realm. So now Genesis 1, 26, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image. Now that word make, create, and... um formed are three different words so let us make man which is a an idea that was in the mind of God and he's bringing this idea forth that's what it means in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth so God created another different word man in his image I believe that word there should be bara male and female created I'm sorry created in the image of God he him male and female he created them and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful multiply replenish subdue have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth so now this is a, a real complete order of how God operates. He operated like this at the beginning. He operates like this right now. So if you understand and can comprehend what it is that happens in these three verses, then you will effectively know how to wait on the things that he said. So now, and God said, let us make man in our image. Now, again, I said on Friday, and i repeat this again today, this is what's in my mind about this verse. Now, I'm not, I am not—I cannot prove this scripturally, so this is something that I feel, but it's not something that is, um, that is in the scripture that can be proved, proven. So now, we know that Lucifer was one of the most beautiful beings created by God. And I'm sure he had every reason to be proud of how he looked, and how God created him. I mean, scripture tells us that he was absolutely beautiful, just stunning, just to look at him. He had pipes and music and instruments built inside of him because he was a worship leader. So when he spoke, I'm sure all of the angels was amazed. Now you gotta understand as well, there were no created humans in heaven at that time. There were only the created beings of God, possibly, um, the, the four living creatures, I, you know I don't know, but possibly they were created at that time. The angels were in the book of Psalms it talks about how they were there, you know when God was doing the creation and they I'm sure they were amazed by what they were seeing. But then something happened that really I think Nikki threw Lucifer off. When this verse was written and God said, let us create man, mankind, in our image and after our likeness. Now, this is important because that had not happened before. So now, sometimes when you believe that you are the it of heaven or you are the it on earth, how many of y'all have seen or uh, knew people in high school that just thought they were everything revolved around them? They were the prettiest. They were the smartest. They were the most athletic. They just thought everything revolved around them. Until somebody new came in school that was prettier, that was more athletic, and they start feeling some kind of way. I truly believe in my heart. I can't prove it. But try I believe in my heart. This thing, mankind messed Lucifer up. I believe it messed his whole, his whole thing up. You know, because he was the the attention of heaven, but God said, let us create mankind in our image. Now, this was the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit taking counsel. They were not talking to angels. They were talking. This was God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit took counsel and said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Now, what is so important about that? You've got to really grasp how much God loves you. I mean, to create you in his image and after his likeness, which had not been done before. There is something special about us. Amen. There is just something about us that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit absolutely adores. And I think if this message got out to people, where they fully understood how much God really loves them? Because he did something right here That he had never done before He created a being in his image And after his likeness yes, yes. And then it says This phone going in and out Hallelujah And then it says verse 27 So God created man in his image in the image of God created him Male and female He created them So now We understand that Mankind was not formed as a being like we see right now until Genesis 2 and 7. Is everybody in agreement with that? So now in Genesis 1 and 27, it said God created man. But now he didn't show up, Corbin, until Genesis 2 and 7. So now... Created beings are spirit beings. We are created. We The spirit of man is created in the image of God and after his likeness. How many of you know that you are not a body, but you are spirit? Yes, amen. You are a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. So now God created spirit beings. I believe, and I'm going to ask God this when I get a chance to see him in heaven. Were we there? <laughs> I mean... You created mankind in your image Which means the spirit of man That would be on this earth was created so I truly believe that we were there Now Adam and Eve showed up first In Genesis 2-7 But now in Genesis 1:27, God created the spirit of man So now thinking about God is spirit Now someone said to me Because I said to them We're talking about the love of God. And I said to them, "You, you fully got to comprehend how God is with us right now. As far as God is concerned, the Bible says we are seated. That means right now we are seated. Not when we are raptured, not when we die. Right now we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the person retorted to me by saying, how is that possible? Because we are here. How could we be seated? I I think it was only an allusion to what would happen. No, you you don't try to change the word of God to fit your theology. You keep the word of God, and you fit your theology to what it says in the word. It says we are seated, present tense, right now in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How is that possible? Because we are not bodies, Corbin. we are spirits and it's because the spirit of God Nikki is our connection to heaven that is why and how we are there because we are literally in him right now on this earth My God. so now if we are spirit and our spirit has been made alive by the spirit of God because that's what happened the new creation this is something else that I was saying the new creation when Adam and Eve sinned Their spirits became separated or dead to hear from God or to fellowship with God. That was effectively removed because of sin. So the new creation is when your spirit and the Holy Spirit joins together. That's a new creation. That all you passes away and now there is a new you, not because of you, but because of the Spirit of God that has connected with your spirit. You become alive to the things of God. And as sure as the Holy Spirit is here and yet in heaven, so are you because we are in him, we are in Christ by his spirit. Now look at what, look at 26 again. God said, verse 27, God, so God created. Now look at verse 28, and God blessed. So now when he says something, Trey, that, that means it's irrevocable. God cannot say something and then say, oh, I was just playing. That was a, it doesn't work like that. If God said it, that means it has to be. God does not speak from the past. God does not speak from the future. God speaks from the right now. From right, right where you are right now is where God speaks. He knows everything about you. From the very beginning, Isaiah, not Isaiah, Jeremiah said, you know, he knew me from my mother's womb before I arrived here before I got here he knew who I was how how do you know somebody because now that word "know" is an intimate word to me there is an intimacy there that had was that was shared before he showed up the only way that can happen is if there is a spirit man that exists before we get here on this earth people have this argument about when life begins. I think personally it's ludicrous. I don't think it's very much of an argument. I mean that if you go by what, what shows up on a, what do you call that thing that you women take? Yeah, ultrasound. ultrasound. If you go by what is seen on an ultrasound, then maybe that would be a problem, but what we have to understand, and this is what the world don't understand, that. Of that body that grows in that person who was once a spirit, now is is planted as a seed in that woman's body and begin to grow. It's alive. It's alive. I mean, it's that, that that spirit is alive. And for somebody to not understand what you do to a child, how you mutilate that child, and how they are sensitive to that, how they know this, you are sadly mistaken. From the very beginning, God created us to have fellowship with him. Now, here's where the argument really began. I said, we right now have access to the realm of the spirit. And they said, well, where is that? Where is the realm of the spirit? I mean, I know we're gonna have access when we get to heaven. And I said, you seriously are kidding me, right? For no, no, I mean, we're gonna have access when we get to heaven, but. You know how do we have access to the to to heaven right now? How many of you know there's a difference between visible and invisible? Yes. Now, let me ask you this: Does invisible? Let me ask you this, Trey. Stand up. You be my, you be my, sounding board this morning. Now, you're a pretty smart guy. That is true. <laughs> Come here a minute. Stand right here by me. Now, you see Trey physically standing here right now beside me. Everybody see him, right? Yes. So you know he's here. But now, if I sent him on the other side of the door, or if I was a magician was able to make him disappear, but yet he's here, now could you say that Trey does not exist because you don't see him? This is what happens Thank you my man This is what happens with people Trying to distinguish between the visible realm And the invisible realm They believe because you cannot see something Nicky that is not here But now that's not possible be, Now unless Hebrews Was not true Let's go to the book of Hebrews for a moment Hebrews chapter And let me read from the I want to read from the Amplified version for this Hebrews 11 and 4 Or is it 11 and 3? 11 and 3 Now listen By faith What is faith believers? And And the what? Evidence. evidence So that means you can't see something But you have evidence that is still there Right? By faith I'm reading from the Amplified That is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, the wisdom, and the goodness of God, we understand that the walls, and this is not cosmos here, this is the universe, everything that God made, the ages, were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. Now listen, so that what is What is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Now, for any intelligent person, that don't make no sense. (laughs) I mean, am I right? How are you going to make something that's seen from things that do not appear right here? How is that possible? The only way that that's possible, Cheryl, is that there is a living spiritual realm that's right here with us. Now, How many of y'all believe that angels are with us today? Raise your hand. You really believe that? Keep your hands up. How many of you believe that healing is accessible by faith? Now, can you see it? But you believe it's accessible. You have seen evidence of it. So now, here is the thing. If the spirit ram does not exist because I don't see it, then that means somebody is lying. Now, everybody check your phones, your text messages. I send everybody in here a text message. I'm gonna bring this baby home. I want y'all to really get this. So did everybody get a, a text message from me? I know Trey got here. You got yours, Corbett? Lynn, you got yours? PB, you got yours? What about you, Cheryl? You got it? Now, I want you to enlarge that, stretch it out so that you can see it in a larger image. Now, on the bottom right, where the light is, and I think I have shown this to either all of you or some of you before, there's an image in that picture. So, now let me give you the history behind this. This is our table of promise. Now, if you stretch it back down smaller, you can see that there's a lot of different pictures on there, but there, this is an empty space on the bottom. So, in that empty space, I was standing in a chair with my cell phone over the chair. I took a picture of all of the images that I had on that piece of glass on the table. But that one section on the bottom right, there was no image, there was no picture there that Darlene and I had put there. To my surprise, now let me give you even more information. There was nobody there, Cheryl, but Darlene and I. So we had touched and agreed, and we were believing God for the things, not necessarily these particular things, but furniture and car and a home. This this is what we were believing for. So, to my surprise, when I enlarged the picture, you know, because I was trying to get a closer look at my, my Porsche, I saw this image beside a light. And at first, I thought I was seeing things, but as I looked closer, there was a being in this picture. Now, the being was not in this realm, otherwise, when I took the picture, I would have been looking right at it, because in the scheme of things, let's say this right here is the table. So I'm over top of the table like this, this image, as you can see, because the light is in the middle of the table, was right by the light, so it would have been literally standing right in the middle of the table, but I can see it. But evidence right here, see, I love these kind of lessons because I don't have to, you know, give you conjecture. The evidence is right here. Darlene even said to me, honey, <laughs> no, she said, babe, who is that and I said that is the right question because obviously they're not right here but yet I'm getting a picture somebody said well how do you know that was an angel suppose it was a demon that's not even first of all I don't believe that but secondly that's not the issue the issue is (laughs) that's how people are (laughs) exactly exactly It's the same point because there is somebody there in another realm that we don't see standing right here. So if there is not a spiritual realm, then where did they come from? Because now clearly the Bible says, talks about the invisible and the visible. So now because you can't see God, it does not mean that he does not exist. And Patty went even a step further. He said, well... I know a lot of people have been asking to see me and they want to see me even Moses let me see your face and you know everybody wanted to see him so he said okay uh, words that was Jesus's name in heaven you know at this particular time in the history of man you're gonna come down and you're gonna show them what I look like so the Bible says that Jesus is the image of the Godhead bodily so now if you wonder what Jesus what God looks like he looks like Jesus If you wonder what, you know, God acts like, he acts like his son. So now, if in fact, this image, I don't care if you believe Trey is a demon, I don't care. I don't care if you believe it's an angel, or whatever it is, here's my point. The only way that you cannot see something standing in front of you They have got to be standing in a different realm. So then they said to me, well, they are invisible. Uh, No, they're not. (laughs) I got proof. They're not invisible. You can see them if your eyes open. Do y'all remember when Elisha was following Elijah? And this is something that I think a lot of even preachers, Miss Nikki. Elijah said... If you see me when I'm taken, then what you have asked for, he said, it's a hard thing. But if you see me when I'm taken, what you've asked for will be granted. I think it's interesting, Pat, that nobody said anything about what they saw but Elisha. Because God opened up his eyes so that he could see what was with them right there. The realm of the spirit is right here. It's an invisible realm, therefore we can't see it. But if God opened our eyes, we could see angels all around this room. Go ahead and clap for me. I know I'm preaching good. (laughs) I was talking to the angels, y'all. I hear him saying, go ahead and preach it, John. They're right here. So clearly, this is a visible realm that we live in but it wasn't made by anything that we see right now how is that possible in genesis god said now if we are seated in heavenly places in christ that means we always have access to god sure we always have access to god now i told the person that i was talking to i said listen how often do you pray in the spirit They said sometimes, every now and then. I said, let me explain something to you. Praying in the Spirit builds up your faith, right? That's the Word of God. By faith, we see things that we normally would not be able to see. Because now, when Elisha said the chariots of God, he was able to do something, Trey, that everybody else, because now there was a bunch of prophets there. Y'all know that, right? There was a slew of them, over 50 of them that was there. But Elisha was the only one that could see because God opened his eyes because he was anointed to walk in that office. Amen. There is a real visible realm, invisible realm around us that we can see at the times that God chooses to open up our eyes. Now, I brought this picture today. Because I want you guys to keep it, save it on your phones. And every time you start believing, I wonder, is there really a God? Because now the enemy will effectively make you believe, Corbett, that nobody is really with you. All of this stuff you're going through, nobody hears your prayers. Nobody cares about what you're saying. How many of y'all have ever felt like that? You know, nobody cares about what you're saying. I mean, why would God, if he really is God, pay attention to you with all the billions of people on this earth? But how many of you know that he is omnipresent? He can be everywhere at the same time. My God. Hallelujah. Trey, Satan does not have that ability. He can't be here. He can't be in Indonesia. Now, he can travel pretty quickly from place to place, but he can't be but one place at a time because he's not omnipresent, yeah. but God, he can be in heaven, on earth, in Israel, in North Brunswick at the same time because he's God. Yeah. So sure when you pray, the Bible says that the hairs on your head are numbered. Try not, well, let me talk about your face because you ain't got nothing up there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> The hairs on our heads, when it says they're numbered, how many of y'all know what that means? You know what it means? Tell me what it means. 100 falls out you know the best number, 100. There you go. He not only knows how many they are, he knows which ones they are. Yeah. So now if God has that type of detail about you, how much really must He love you? we are seated right now in heavenly places in Christ Jesus we have the power because of the blood of Jesus just like God did to call things that be not as though they are because of the blood of Jesus and because we accepted that blood that washed us and purified us we can now stand in the presence of the almighty God clean and and unfazed just like we had never sinned, just like nothing had ever happened, somebody I heard this when I first went into the ministry. Corbett, I was trying to get the meaning of justification, and somebody said, "Well, it means just as if I had never sinned." So I said, "Okay, so, but how how can I understand that?" I was 23, so I mean, I wasn't fully kind of grasping things that people were saying. He said, Well, imagine this. Imagine you sin and you go to God. Let me use cuz He, you know, he's the sinless one in here. So let me use him. Imagine you sin, mighty man of God, <laughs> and you go before God for repentance. But then on tomorrow, you sin again. So you say to God, Father. Do you remember what I was talking to you about yesterday when I sinned? What does God say? No. no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That is, what, that is how He feels about us. Have you ever just, you know, let me give a crazy example, and I'm going to be done. This is a crazy example. I was so mad. I was, Trey, I was so mad with Norman. I want that's my dog. I want to pop his head right off of his little neck, just just biting all of the time, and then just he'll cross down with his legs down and his hips up in the air and just barking like he's about to pounce. But he ain't but that big. I said, "Boy, I'll slap you. <laughs> I'll slap your head one side." But he's just barking and barking. I mean, he just after running in and then he takes off, Cheryl, and he's running like a hundred miles an hour. From the from the patio door to the back of I mean, go and force me. If he bumps into something, he probably die. He's going that fast. Now for real, he's flying. So now we are Norman stuff. We just yelling and screaming. About an hour later, he actually crawled up into my arms, just like none of that stuff had happened. Had his feet. <laughs> Am I right, Dolly? Had his feet in the air. Had his head land upon, like between my shoulder and right here, my chest. Looking up at me. I was butter. (laughs) I was absolute butter. But at that moment, I thought about how God must feel about us. It does not matter what you do. He loves us so much. That the idea that you even want to be in his presence Makes him just like butter He loves you that much And I'm so glad that Lucifer and Satan Or whoever you want to call himself Beelzebub, he's got so many crazy names I'm so glad that he doesn't like it And you know, when you really want to get him back for messing with your stuff, stand up The best way to do that Is not just to pray But to worship Particularly when things are going crazy How many of you have had some crazy things Going on this week When you just got sick and tired Of just being sick and tired Let me say this to you That is the absolute best time To worship Because when you can worship When you really feel as though you have No reason to That is what gets to the enemy Because in his mind he's saying I got Nikki now Oh, I got her now. Oh, she, look at her. She's frustrated. But God is saying this. Just worship. Yes. I love you anyway, but worship now. If you want to get the enemy back, if you really want to mess him up, just worship in the time of chaos. Yes. I mean, just lift your hands yes. when you have no reason, honey, to lift your hands and just worship him. I mean, just give him praise. You know, I don't feel it inside. But how many of you know it's not about how you feel? It's about what he said just worship as David said in the beauty of holiness just worship I am so glad that I understand I do I understand now it took me years to get it to really grasp this this thing of the visible and the invisible realm but fully understand and I got to tell you even 40 something years later having this picture knowing that there was no one in that room but Darlene and I and clearly, how many of y'all could see the image there? Could you see it? Clearly, that's somebody there. So now, if they're not in the visible realm, where are they? In the invisible realm. They're in the realm that you can't. They're here. Our angels are here. They're here. The Spirit of God lives in us. We don't see him, but he's here with power and with authority. That power and authority has been given to us. We have the power to stop stuff. I had a dream the other night that somebody was trying to execute me. Had a hit out on me. Oh yeah, they had a hit out on me. And in the dream, I was in a barber shop. And it was my barber. And he started saying some things. And you know how someone is talking about something and then, like right in the middle of the conversation, you realize they're talking about you? So when I got wind of what they were saying they were going to do, and then when I got wind that they were talking about me, well, then I went into, like all of us would, survival mode. So now I'm looking around saying, how am I going to get out of here? And who am I going to have to sneak (laughs) on the way? I'm straight up serious on the way out of here. So now I didn't have to run. I walked out of the place, but then they began to follow me. So I remember eluding them by, I was walking like on a straight path like this, and then there was a marsh over there. They had like water and land. And I remember running over there and running and was able to get away from them. Then I woke up realizing that this is not a good dream, you know, so I need to pray. Fell back to sleep, the dream continued. The dream continued. This time it was not only the barber, but it was he and his mother and the mother had a 38 in her hand, and she began shooting it, I was behind a wall, and it, the bullets could not penetrate the wall, so again, I'm thinking, how am I going to get out of this? And then I remember them saying, if you really want him, us to take him out, just give so-and-so, they were talking to someone else, just give this person a call, and we'll take him out. But here's the funny thing, though I knew what was going on, I wasn't scared. I was in protection mode, but I was not scared. I was not even, sometimes when you have dreams like that or nightmares, you wake up shook. I woke up (laughs) mad. So I said to the devil, how dare you? So then I began to cancel out, and I want y'all to hear what I'm saying, to cancel out all of those things, plots and plans, and you know, whatever it may be, you know, binding the spirit of, of, of violence and murder. You, you take authority over those things because, see, the enemy tries to get you to believe that what he's showing you is going to come to pass. And sometimes, if you ignore it, it might. If you just say, I ain't thinking about that, sometimes, how many of you know that God will warn you? And that, it does not have to be physical, it could be spiritual. Yeah. You're under attack spiritually, but God will warn you. This is God's way of communicating with you. I was, I was, I was in a, when you're asleep, you are more vulnerable to the enemy than any time before because you're asleep. But now God, we always pray one prayer before we go to sleep. Holy Spirit, we pray that we what? What do we pray? When we sleep sleeping about our dreams. And that we would dream only the dreams. (laughs) (laughs) We we pray a lot of things, but that's what we pray about our dreams, that we only dream the dreams that the Spirit of God gives us. I'm saying all of that to say there is a real spiritual realm, but you have authority over it. There is no reason that you have to be afraid of anything, anything at all, no reason whatsoever. It's not that you're bold because none of us in here are any match for any demon physically but they're no match for us spiritually Mm -hmm. because of the authority that God has given us by the blood of Jesus so there is a real spiritual realm do y'all believe that it's a real spiritual realm and it's right here amongst us Mm -hmm. and many times you know, when people see angels in the midst that means God is opening up that realm so that we can see into it that's why I feel protected honey that's why I feel safe I do Sometimes, you know, <laughs> you, you you see things and or have you ever been laying down and you, you feel like you saw something walk, like walk by you? Have you all ever had that experience? It's happened to me quite a few times these last couple of months. So I was I was talking to Prophet Spain about this. She saw oh, that was your that was probably one of your uh, guardian angels or a warring angel. You know, sometimes they come down and they fight for you. and They they're getting ready to leave because. You know you don't know what happened but they 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 are fighting and they are finished and they're gone if you ever get a chance read the book angels on assignment it gives a beautiful analogy of how angels work they you know this guy charles, charles ronald buck ronald buck he uh, they visited him they talked to him about things that happened in the bible gave him a clear picture of how they operated what they do so as long as we understand that there's a real physical ram, the things that God is going to give you, they come from that ram first, and they show up here later, even if it's a house. The authority to own that thing and to take control of it comes from the realm of the spirit first. Sometimes demons will try to block your blessings. Don't mean that they can stop it. Do you all believe that? Yes, amen. Father, we thank you today for your word. Holy Spirit, you're just so awesome. We love you, and we just appreciate the things that you do in our lives We thank you for your guardian angels that you assign to God and protect us to clear this environment, to make this environment holy for your presence. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to bless us, that our hearts and our minds will be receptive to you, and that we fully understand that everything that you have said, you are going to make good on it. So I thank you in advance for everything that you're doing and everything that you have done and everything that you promised to do. And I believe that we receive it in Jesus' name.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Restoration Place on the King James Radio Network. We hope that you have been encouraged and until next time, little prayer, little power, lot of prayer, lot of power, no prayer, no power. Have a blessed week.
0: Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick-or-treat. Aren't you a little bit old to be trick-or-treating? Uh, No, this is, uh, it's just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just uh, my friend. Psst. Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkins Donut Hole treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer, participation may vary. Celebrate Halloween with dressed up donuts from Dunkin' like the spooky sweet Halloween Spider Donut. Trick or treat. Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, No, this is, uh, it's just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkins Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.